And we're off and hello, hello, welcome back to the one show, the one show, no, we're not on BBC, are we? Green cows don't fly. This is green fly don't show, don't don't fly don't show. (laughs) Green flies don't cow. Yeah, yeah, what time is it? My clock tells me it's just gone eight in the morning, that's why my brain's not engaged yet. Good morning, hi, welcome. Well, is it engaged later in the day? I'm not so sure. Yeah, no, it never has done. It sort of always floats about, you know, occasionally sort of joins up with other bits and says things. Don't often make sense, though. Random thing. Yeah, random. So what I was struggling to say was, hello and welcome back to Green Cows Don't Fly. But what I was looking at was the non-show on my screen and I can't look at things and say things at the same time without getting mixed up. You have noticed that. It's uh, yeah, it comes. It's, it's an occupational hazard when you start getting really old. <laughs> a one-task man. One task, yeah, one task. Well, half a task. Not even one task. Half a task is about you know about as much as I can manage. I can make half a pot of soup, or a, a half a round of toast. Mm. I have to do it in two legs. <laughs> yes. Anyway, what's the um, what we're going to talk about today? We I don't know. Do well, another well, show that is. Um, you yeah, know, another show that's made up on the Hoof show. But I was thinking, you know, during during my long career, um, I did a lot of selling. And with a lot of selling comes a lot of business bullshit. <laughs> and I hear it creeping on the TV more and more regularly now. So, you know, I used to sit in a meeting and somebody would sort of, you know, talk to you about something. And they would ask at the end of it, you know, what did you learn? But you don't learn things anymore. You know what you do? You no. get you get t- key takeaways. Oh, hey, John, take-away. what were your key takeaways from that? A madras. Yeah, madras. Peel our Two rice. Two naan breads. Two naan breads and uh, an onion bhaji. Thanks very much. I'm, I'm, it's like Pavlovian in response to me. When I hear the word takeaway, I immediately think Indian food. Oh, I do. Well, obviously. Or a bloke with a pizza on a moped. Love a pizza. But, the, but when you're not having key takeaways, you have learnings. What were your learnings? Learning. <laughs> Learnings. Yeah. I just, and of course, you're going to spend a lot of time going forward. <laughs> and of course, there's the thought fridge, isn't there? There's the thought fridge where you get your thoughts, put them in the thought fridge and snack on them later. That's, that's, it's, just, you know, it's just the mind you know, boggles. I was in a service station once and walking from the car to the whatever, what do you call it? The kiosk or the payment station or whatever? No, the, the you know the the actual services. Oh, the oh yeah, the services Health themselves, mims, whatever it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah I just call them services, really. Yeah, so so I walked and I heard these two women walking towards their car, and they had sort of you know document folders. And oh yes, very important you know, business suits. Yes, yes. Stuff. And uh, one woman says to the other, "Well, I'll send the docs over to you later." Because <laughs> I get real. Yeah, I'll send the docs over later. I would be tempted to say, have you not got them in your arms or in those files? Can you just swap them? <laughs> Get the pigeon and tie the pigeon to the yeah. dogs and he flies a... I don't know, in docks. Well, you get it these days just, in just, offices, just call don't you? It, Just talk normal. When the person who sits in the desk next to you, you know, you'll send them an email rather than say, hey, can I tell you? So put it in an email. But I want to tell... No, put it in an email or else I'll forget it. Well, there is that, actually. That is quite handy. I email myself stuff to remind myself to do stuff. Sorry, so I, my so. Um, email inbox at the moment is 320. Is it really? <laughs> oh, my God. And half of his stuff I ought to read from others. Oh, yeah. But are they unread or are they read? You're, yeah, you're, as, as unread. So oh, really? Oh, God. Stuff I, I need no. to catch up on. And, and other stuff is like notes I send to myself. So yeah. the book I'm writing at the moment, so I've got notes on things I need to remember to do in the book. 
or edit or whatever. So there's so much stuff about me. Um, that would stress me. If all, all those little red blobs, I go, no, no. I have, I, I have a daily fight to get a clean mailbox every day. Oh, no, I'm just quite happy with my 320. And not happy, but, you know, they're just there. I mean, there's some stuff goes back to 20. Let's have a look. It goes back to... It doesn't even refresh. It's that long. <laughs> <laughs> 2016. God, you could you could have blimey, you could have unread gems it's, in there. It's about it's about a an old book, and there's another thing about um, marketing ideas for writers. Yeah, that need to read and still. Yeah, happen. well, you, yeah, you might have something in there from an agent. Dear Mrs. Woman, we love your book. Give us a call. No, I checked all that. <laughs> I'd be paranoid. No, and is there stuff like um. Merry Christmas message. Oh, yeah. oh that's fair enough. Well, who's, who's, who's that from? This could be a new, a new first for the show. You could open that and see what it says. No, it's uh, it's from a writing magazine. It has ah. a tip in it on the writing. Yeah. Writing tips. What's an article it? I need to read. A link to it, an article. It, it's probably a re- link to an article about sort of um, good procedures in email, email handling. Yeah, or um, being productive with your whatever to-do list. <laughs> yeah. Well, I do make to-do lists from time to time. And uh, then ignore them. Best oh, way. Oh, stuff from 2013. Bloody hell! I, I could not live. I, I couldn't go to sleep at night knowing I had emails unopened from 2013. I mean, I've still got the, the email server I use. I've got emails going back to 20, 2006. They're just all on there, and I'll never look at them. But it, you know, it, it's one of these online storage things, and they're just there for when mm-hmm. I want for when I want them. Eventually, one. Yeah, that's why I keep them. Yeah, it's probably about fifteen, sixteen thousand odd on there, mind you. So, trying to find them out. Well, you know what I'm like with organisation. Trying to find them might be a different issue altogether. Yeah, I think we just need to delete everything and start again. Yeah, but you're probably like me. When you're writing your precious work, you get to the stage that it would be terrible if I lost this. So, of course, exactly. you email it yourself, don't you? Mm. And at least you can get it back. I emailed mine to myself. I put mine on a hard disk to myself. I put mine on a, you know, a um, a memory stick, and mm. uh, I've, got, I've got them everywhere. And yeah. but the problem with that, as you know, as I told you last year, was I started working on a version of my book, which was the wrong version. <laughs> yes, <laughs> <laughs> and that's that's fatal because I, I, with the best of intentions, I, I, you know, if you asked me to find certain things, I, I would find them because I keep everything. I'm a bit of a hoarder, but it takes me an awful long time to find. You just them. don't keep them in order. I noticed. But you know, even if you lost all the archive. That yeah. wouldn't matter. Do you no. know why? This is all out there. They're all in Because our number one fan will have saved him on their computer. That's true. He's probably got pictures of us on his wall. Exactly. A shrine. He's probably got, it's in his back garden, he's probably got a green cow in his back garden. Go on, fly, go on. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. put wings on it. Did you, uh, did you uh, talking about that sort of f- freaky fans, did you ever see the Alan Partridge episode where he sort of met his freaky fan? No. No, that was funny. That was funny. No, I, I watched the Fraser episode where um, he has got a freaky fan who's got every tape of his show. Alan Partridge's fan had a life-size tattoo of Alan Partridge's face on his back. Oh, that's worrying. <laughs> yeah, that's very worrying. <laughs> there might be a life-size tattoo of yours somewhere on there someone's might, back. But there might be. I tell, I'm talking about tattoos, Not of course. Not mine, sure. Yeah, tattoos, mm-hmm. are another, tattoos are another thing. I've got no ink at all, I'm afraid. You know, I'm not, I'm not down with the kids. But I did see there's some great sites online you know, of, of really bad tattoos. And mm. the things people get tattooed are extraordinary. Like, it was, there was, I've seen many uh, tattoos on people's legs of Del Boy and Rodney. Oh, no. And you think, why? 
come on, but, but honestly, why? <laughs> why, why? Why would you do that? No, I, I met this um, somebody who was um, in Iraq, yeah. military, American yeah. uh-huh. military, who was so bored they started tattooing each other. Oh, God, no. I mean, how bored do you have to be in a war zone? Yeah, that, yeah, that is. To start tattooing. How can you be bored in a war zone? Yeah, no. Anyway, they no, start tattooing each other, and it was awful because neither of them was an artist. Just got a load of doodles. Put armor on the next day or the same day, so it just made a mess. It was awful. Yeah, yeah, well, I mean, that must have been a great business to be in, actually, in recent years, a tattoo artist, like, you know, a good one, because, you know, the, the, the growth in te- tattoos is exponentially mad. It's just sort of gone from yeah. occasional thugs to everybody. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, there's some great artwork. Oh, there's there some fantastic there. ones. Amazing. Fantastic ones. But my, my son got a lot of ink when he was younger, despite me not wanting him to get any ink at all. And... Uh, the guy he used won awards, and uh, extraordinary. Mm. I mean, he's just the guy is such a brilliant artist. He, he's, he's phenomenal. He, the guy he paints as well, actually. Um, okay. He does brilliant paintings. He does sort of portraits. He does caricatures and all sorts of stuff. But but his artwork is stupendous. But have you ever seen the ones where they're done? They're they're not not particularly coloured. They're like a bluey sort of purpley colour, and it might say "mum" on somebody's hand, oh. and it looks like it's been done with a nail or something. Yeah. That's but, some of them are awful. But you know the real old-fashioned ones, which people do them, them themselves. You think, oh, you, surely you'll regret that one. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't put mum on there. No. Certainly not. No. Or anybody's name. And of course the spelling. Maybe my cat's name, but I wouldn't anybody's name. Yeah, well, you know, there's the famous uh, misspelled ones as well, isn't there? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I walked down the stairs behind some bloke who had, you know, the Foo Fighter symbol, the yes. FF. Yes, yes. He had that on the back of his neck, tattooed. There's a thing, back, back of your neck or your back or any bodily part you can't see. You know, you, can, you, don't, get, you don't get the benefit of it, as my mum would have said. No, but you don't want, like, hate on your forehead either, do you? No, you don't. Well, that's becoming more, more prevalent now, people with tattoos on, on their, you know, physically on view on their faces. Yeah, I'm not keen on face tattoo no. faces other than eyebrows or something. Yeah, yeah, well, of course, they're the whole, they're the whole, they're de rigueur for the, the models, aren't they? Mm. Your, your tattooed eyebrows. Yeah, I've seen some bad ones. I've seen oh. some really yeah. like kids drew it. Well, some of them, you know, some of them look totally over the top as well. And you think, but you know, gone, gone a bit too much here. You know, we're moving into realms which I find fascinating. What is it with girls and these lips? What What is going on there? I mean, honestly, the, 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 you know, every time I see them, you see them. You see the big talk like that, don't they? Oh, and it's stuff like frog like, faces. And they look like frogs or fish. And I also imagine sort of grabbing them by, by the back of the head and coming up to a big plate glass window and, and, and putting the lips against it and seeing them stuck there. I mean, it's crazy. I, I just now, don't know. 99 times out of 100. It looks absolutely extraordinarily disproportionate. Stupid. It is. I, I don't get it. And, and, of course, it goes wrong from time to time. It's gone wrong famously a couple of times for people. And, and you think, you know, lips are lips at the end of the day. And, and all, the, all the kids seem to want it done, and I just don't get it. That's probably me being very old. If you look at the photos online, social media, some social media photos, everyone's pouting. Even if they don't have lips, they just yeah. sort of look sideways and look at... Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking of doing <gasps> it as well. I'm pouting now, and I'm thinking you. When you pout, you can't speak me well. <laughs> <laughs> but, I worry for humanity sometimes. So there was a funny a funny meme or, or online, web, Facebook, whatever, you know, a photo mm. that goes around, and it was... um. An archaeological dig, and they had this. Um, somebody had exposed a skeleton, uh-huh. and it was like um, you know archaeology of the future kind of thing. <laughs> it had this plastic 
boob implants yeah. and these big fat lips on the skull that yeah. obviously doesn't rot. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. it was something like archaeology of 20-something, 23-23 or whatever it was, I can't yeah. remember. But I thought, yeah, that just kind of sums it up. It, it is. It's, it's bonkers, it really is. But, of course, we're beginning to sound like a couple of old reactionaries here, aren't we? You Which know? we are. Yeah. <laughs> oh, the kids are today. We oh, were, yeah, we were never world come we, to. We've never, we've never done that in my day. Doomed. Of course, I come from the generation that had the Beatles and the Stones, you know, breaking through. And, uh, you know, and, of course, my old dad... Mm, that's not music. We didn't talk like that because he was from Belfast, but he said, that's not your music, you know. Just yeah. boom, 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 that's all you hear. Well, and ACDC was like evil back in my days. Yeah, so ACDC, I played a lot of guitars, love rock guitar and all that sort of stuff, but ACDC vocals, mm, all that screeching, not my cup of char. Well, it's kind of as another instrument, though, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Because he's, um, was he Brian Johnson's special? Brian Johnson, yeah, Brian he's Johnson. He's got such a unique voice, because he had several singers, haven't they? Yes, well, but um, was Bon Scott, yeah. was he the guy who died? Was it Bon Scott? Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, Brian Jones, uh, uh, Brian Johnson, rather, I've heard him singing other stuff as well, and he's he can sing a lot more mellow than that, and uh, mm. obviously he's come in to sort of be like, you know, the replacement for Bon Scott, and I go, stop doing that, Brian, you do your throat an injury, mate. <laughs> Well, have you heard him speak? He's like, blah, blah. Yeah, well, he's a Geordie, well, isn't he? Like, he's a from Geordie well, I suppose, yeah. <laughs> really nice bloke. I accidentally saw them live, uh, saw, went to see them live by accident, and they were, were actually really good. Oh, really? No, actually, yeah. that sounds awful. Sounds weird. They were good. Yeah, they would be good. I mean, I, I would quite enjoy an, an ACDC gig. Ah, oh, ah, here's one. Here's one. Have you met anybody famous out and about? Have you ever bumped into anybody famous? You know, just say you're in... Yeah, a few, few times, yeah. I was walking through... Um, London Soho uh, quite a few years ago and I thought I know him I, said, I, I know that bloke it was Jerry Springer oh. <laughs> Jerry, it was Jerry Springer was over and it was about the time do you remember they had Jerry Springer in the opera in oh, the yeah. West End well he must have been yeah. around, he must have been about overseeing that and I thought Jerry Springer and he was wearing like a brown suit like he normally wears he didn't say hello though no I wouldn't have thought so no, and, actually, and just to be very trendy at the moment, I actually saw um, Gary Lineker and his family years ago on Zurich Airport. Oh, did you? Right, all oh, right. Yeah. yeah. I embarrassed myself at drama school. We had, um, in the last year, we had, they called it professional week, so we had, you know, people who yes. went to drop, or, you know, who made it come to talk to us about things. So we had Alison Stedman come oh, to Oh, yeah. She's great. She was at the same drama school. And um, anyway, another day we were walking up, I was walking up with a friend along the drive towards the college. Yeah. School, and there's people behind. Oh, no, in front of me. I can't remember where. No, in front of me. And uh, my friend says, "Oh, we've got Steve Waddington today to come and see, talk to us." And I went, "Steve who?" And he turned around in front of me and looked at me, and I was like, "I didn't know who he was." Even then, I thought, "Oh, were you looking at?" She goes, "That was Steve." <laughs> yeah, he was in the last of my Hicans, wasn't he? <laughs> And you know, we were talking about Christmas earlier. Yes. Oh, yes. Shop um, early for Christmas. In my computer feed, mm. I've now got a Christmas advert. Have you? What, oh, really? What, today? Mm. Mm, just now. Bloody hell. Shop early for, for Christmas. Christmas. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, it was Christmas it? offers. Yeah. What about Quite that? scary. It is, yeah. I mean, there, there's that company that you see it around about Christmas time after Christmas. They do hampers. or it's Oh, like yeah, a, you pay in advance throughout yeah, the whole year. Yeah, like, they, they used to call that when I was a kid the Christmas club. And it was a it was a thing for you know embezzlers and embezzlers paradise because Maureen or somebody or whoever it was you know always 
I'll collect the Christmas money, you know, and uh, it all everybody paid in diligently their shilling or their 20p a week or whatever it was. And then mm. Warren would abscond with the money around about the 10th of November. Do a runner with the Christmas club. Uh, it was a kind of well-known, well-known ruse. Um, I'll have to write that into something, actually. I'll have to have a, a Christmas club in, in Bezler somewhere along the line. Yeah, that might be quite fun. Christmas yeah. book. Yeah, the Christmas club. Everybody had a Christmas club. You know, yeah, make for, a good title, the Christmas club. The Christmas club. Yeah, uh, you, the Christmas book title. Well, yeah, Christmas club. You know who? Well, you know who's going to write that, don't you? That'll be Richard Osman. If he, if he hears about his, oh, yeah, the murder club, didn't yeah, he? Oh, of yeah, yeah, well, he's got that sort of cosy title thing. As soon as he hears that, you know, he'll have it written by Friday. <laughs> very prolific. Well, he's got nothing else to do, that's like, why. He's very prolific, I'll give him that. Well, not nothing else. I'm sure he's got other things to do, but... Um, yeah, but he's put, all, he's put a lot of those in the back burner. His presenting stuff and all that's gone, you know, because he, he, he needs all these... Wheel, he spends his time pushing wheelbarrows full of money around. <laughs> <laughs> There's one, one comedian, I can't remember who, just slightly off topic now, but pushing wheelbarrows of money around. I can't remember who it was. Was it Rich Hall? Oh, the I comedian don't... who said that Bill Gates is richer than gravity. Who said oh, that? Oh, I don't know. I've never heard that. I've never heard because that. Because he earns more money than he can, you know, if you put it under his yeah. mattress, he would, yeah. you know, he's, he, <laughs> he earns more money than gravity. Well, he's probably earned, you know, more than you and I would ever see in 20 lifetimes since we opened these mics, hasn't he? You know, that's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Numbers don't really compute. No. Mind you, that reminds me, it's the lottery tonight. I have to buy a ticket. Oh, I, had, I bought a ticket the other day online, and um, the next day I got a notification. We have good news about oh, your yeah. ticket. Yeah, yeah, £3.60. Yeah, I'll play roulette. I, when I get that email, I'll play roulette with it. I, I, I kid myself all day, I may have won a big prize. <laughs> and then open it about 8 o'clock at night to find, yeah, I've won £3.60. Then you start <laughs> wailing. <Yeah. laughs> I didn't know. Once had the, the numbers, they were all the numbers were one out from the winning number. Oh, really? Be, oh, I was so pissed off. That, that's sometimes I have a lucky line, and that's how I do. Sometimes instead of doing the lucky line, I do minus one or plus one. So if I had done your lucky line that week, I might have won. So if we don't win the lotto, then we'll be back here next week, I suppose. Yes. Plugging this old nonsense. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Which well. you don't earn any for. <sighs> You even have to pay for the coffees I was on. Yeah, well, yes, yeah, well. Right, I'm buying this week. I'm going to go oh, Hang on, pay. can I can I have two, please? No. I'll have a double, double espresso. <laughs> I can't afford pay for that. something. All right, well, I'll have a, a, a double espresso with one espresso in it. Buzzing. Yeah, buzz, buzz. <laughs> okay, well, what's that? I'm off. Right, me too. See you next week. Goodbye. Goodbye.